everyone, Hayden here, host of Mainlining Movies. I just want to say a quick thank you to everybody who listens to this show. You have no idea how much it means to Nathan and myself. It means a ton. And we'd appreciate it if you all could tell your family, your friends, your dog, your cat, and anybody that you think is willing to listen to a couple of guys talk about a bunch of movies that they love and or that they might hate. Again, thank you all so much from the bottom of both of our hearts. Anyhow, let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Mainlining Movies. I'm your host, Hayden. With me is my co-host, Nathan. Say hello. Hey, what's up, everybody? And we're back from the ether. Nathan, before we get into today's episode, why don't you tell us what was going on last week? Uh, so last week I was on vacation and I took my family to Florida. We went to Destin, spent the whole week there, had a great time. My only complaint was the water was still a little bit cold, but kids loved it, had a great time. Uh, it was a long drive. So I was kind of glad to get back home after a, a long week, but it was, it was much needed and a lot of fun. And just so you guys don't think that we abandoned you last week, we did happened to record an episode that was going to be released while I was on vacation. And apparently we had some technical difficulties and the audio got messed up. So we actually did, and maybe we'll go back through and do it again just to, to see, but we actually did a list of, we each listed what three or five movies uh, that were the best to take place in Florida, just kind of as a fun fun thing you know before we went on vacation and unfortunately the audio got messed up and it, it kind of sucks because we were really proud of the episode but it was a really good episode it's uh you know these things happen when you uh when you have technology and this is why i don't think the robots will ever take over maybe i'm wrong but but we'll, we'll see what happens uh anyway glad to be back i've i've missed yeah, this is exciting i've missed talking to you you know i've missed talking to you too well, I mean, about movies. it's it's only been it's only been like three hours, four hours since we actually talked to each other. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are new to the show, maybe you don't know that Hayden and I work together. So this is how the show was created, where we we spend too much time talking about movies and not enough time working. So we decided to do a podcast where we can spend all the time in the world talking about movies. And as long as you guys keep listening, we'll keep talking, right? Yeah. Actually, funny story about how the show was birthed. We spent two hours one day just sitting around talking. Well, not sitting, we were standing, obviously, but we were just standing around talking about movies, and we ended up having to stay over two hours because we just fell that far behind. So that's kind of how this got birthed, really. Yeah, shame on us. So if anybody shame who works us. with us is listening to this, that didn't really happen. That's a made-up story that we tell people, so it makes the show sound more exciting. Yeah. For any of you who don't work with us, that is actually how the show was birthed. <laughs> I almost spit out my coffee all over my mic. That was great. Hey, you know, when when it's been when it's been a couple weeks since we recorded, uh, you know, it's and actually we recorded. I don't think we recorded on a normal day either, did we? We we recorded. Did we record on? Yeah, we did. We recorded on on Wednesday, yes, which is we which is our normal day. But it, it feels like feels like forever ago. 
It, it does. It was two weeks ago, and it feels like it was a month ago. It does. It does. So but work I, week was long. I hope that our listeners missed us as much as we missed them, as much as we missed talking to each other. We got to keep up on the Facebook posts and the Twitter, man. That way they know we're still here. I, and we still love I know. Them. I know. I've kind of slacked this this last week uh, between vacation and then coming back to work and got a lot of stuff going on at work. Uh, it's uh, It's been kind of stressful. And I, I promise that I will be making a post on both Facebook and Twitter as soon as we're done recording this episode to let you all know that the new episode is is out and uh for those of you who don't know if you want to find us on facebook just go to facebook.com slash mainlining movies if you want to find us on twitter we are at mainlining movie as i explained after i created the twitter page uh, mainlining movies was too long so i had to drop the s and uh kind of a funny story so for those who don't know my last name is matthew and there the story goes that my ancestors, when they came over here, that originally it was Matthews, and we dropped the S so they, you know, if I run into anybody who is spelled M A T T H E W, that chances are I'm related, which is so, you know, just like my ancestors, I had to drop the S. You could That's have a, sound like a couple of hicks and just drop the G. <laughs> that, that's a boring story for anybody who's not related to me listening to this show, but I just, you know, I had to throw it in there because, well, we got a time slot to fill. <laughs> we do have a big, big time slot to fill. Because we're going to be talking about something that's very near and dear to me personally, but I, I assume you as well. What what are you talking about? What's near and dear to me? Me? Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not. He hates me in reality. We just do this to hopefully make bank one day. No. What's <laughs> near and dear to us is a, a little thing some of you guys might have heard of. Uh, comic books. And in particular, Marvel Comics. And they've been flushed out very well in this little itty bitty tiny. It's very, very small. Uh, it's very, it's very independent project. You guys might've heard of it. Might not. Uh, the Marvel cinematic universe. Have you heard of that? What, what is this? I've never heard of it, Hayden. Well, you see here, the Marvel <laughs> cinematic universe is a compilation of movies as well as team up films that have been taking place over the past, my goodness, 2008 to now. That's yeah. a, it's a long time. Long it's a time. very long time. That's a very long time. Thirteen I, years. I have I have worked for Kroger, though for longer than the MCU has been around. See, and the MCU has been around for almost half, oh, over half of my life. Oh, you're so young. You're so, so young. I've been around for thirteen years. I'll be twenty five. So, I'm, if I was twenty six, half my life. <laughs> I've still got a lot to teach you. You know, 10 years makes a difference. So I've heard. Well, but anyway, anyway. This this episode is, is very exciting for me because it's, it's just Marvel movie mania. And I feel like we can talk once we get past all of this, this what feels scripted talking to you guys. Just once we get past all of this, it's just very natural for us to talk about this because we do it at work all the time. And I just I really want to talk about the Marvel mania that's going on right now, the MCU mania. 
Uh, I'm saying mania a lot, brother. I'm probably starting into Hulk Hogan, brother. Uh, so what you going to do when the Marvel Cinematic Universe mania runs wild on you? We got to do an episode about like wrestling movies and like that have wrestlers in it. Anyhow. Yeah, we we actually we talked about that at work a couple weeks ago. Remember, I I, I mentioned that that we should that we should do that. Yeah, there's there's actually a lot more than you think. Even it's quite a bit. Even, but like I don't want to I don't want to spoil it. But the greatest movie of all time that had a wrestler in it. I'm I'm not gonna even say the title, but I know you'll know this, and I know my dad will know this whenever he listens to this. But the greatest movie of all time that had a wrestler in it starred Rowdy Roddy Piper. Ooh, they Ooh. live. Oh, you ruined it. I'm sorry. I, was, I had to say it. I said I wasn't going to say it. I came here to kick ass and chew <laughs> bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Yes, sir. One of the greatest lines in movie history. That's right. Hey, for those of you out there who have never seen They Live, check it out. Starring Rowdy Roddy Piper. And is it? David. It's Luke Gossett Jr., right? Keith David, I thought. It's Ke- it is Keith David. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't mean. He to... says he likes the movie. Doesn't even know Keith Davis. Well, you know, I I don't know. I I was thinking. I'm. I guess I'm getting my movies confused. And uh, you know, I don't want to say that. Rock in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say this movie needs no introduction, and I'm just gonna do it, and you know what it is. And I literally thought you were gonna go. Boom! So he's ready. <laughs> you know, Spider-Man one, yes. Uh, Macho um, Man Randy Savage, right there. Boom! Uh, that's it. That's, We're done. that's the second. It's the second greatest movie starring a wrestler. <laughs> right in the Rumble is really good, though. Don't uh, uh, David Arquette? He's actually a wrestler now. Yeah, yeah. Right in Rumble is. Did uh? Did they put it? I don't think he's in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Is he? I. There was somebody that had been in the Wrestling Hall of Fame that. It was because of a, a movie. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. You know who is? I believe in the Wrestling Hall of Fame, though. I think Donald Trump is, isn't he? Kind of kind of crazy. I think possibly the only president to be in the the WWE Hall of Fame. Anyway, we're not getting political. Uh, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> we're uh, we're not talking politics. I'm just the saying. WWE Hall of Fame, as is Ozzy Osbourne. Yes, those two I knew. I I'm not 100. percent I'm they just got to. in this past these past two years. Well, this yeah. past year, but they were over the course of two years because they couldn't do the Hall of Fame last year. So. Right, right, right. And I remember, I remember that. And I'm gonna have to look it up now about about uh, the former president because now, now I'm curious, and I'm gonna have to have to check on David Arquette as well because I, I I may just be completely out of my league here and and just. 100% wrong. So, anyway, let's uh let's 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 get into the show so we can talk about something that maybe I do know something about. Yeah. Okay. So, the Eternals trailer. Let's just start with that. Let's start with the Eternals trailer. You have you seen this trailer? I have. I have. I actually watched it earlier mm-hmm. and I I watched it actually uh 3 or 4 times just to to make sure that I I caught some stuff and and there were there were two different trailers. Uh, they were very similar. There wasn't much difference. Just one was a little bit longer than the other one. But I I I did watch it. Okay, looks exciting. So, so what, in your opinion, what was the best part of the trailer? Because I'll tell you before you go, the best part of the trailer for me was 
it gave you absolutely nothing. Right. This this trailer was which sounds bad, but it's not. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not because because typically Marvel they give you a lot of stuff from the first five minutes of the film, and I feel like they gave us a lot of stuff throughout the Eternals film, like that we're going to see throughout the entirety of the film. That it told us a lot, a because you get to see kind of like who each character is and what they're about without even getting names of those characters. They don't tell you the names of them. But also, B, I don't want to know anything about the plot. I just want to see how fun this movie's going to be, and that's what we got. This movie looks like a wild ride. It does, I agree. And I think my favorite... I, I, I don't know. I think I think I probably agree with you that that there's not a whole lot... It, it left it left it very mysterious, and I'm I'm very excited to see how it's done. Uh, in in the sense of you know who the who the villain's going to be, you know there, there's no in the trailer anyway. There's no no evidence of who the villain's going to be, uh, and I I think it's just I think it's going to be Druig, but that's I, just we'll right. Get to that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think you do maybe right, um, but yeah, I, I think the fact that it 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 leaves it kind of mysterious, it leaves leaves you wanting to know more about it. And we did talk about earlier at work uh, when we were talking about the you know what we were going to talk about for this episode. Uh, I I agree with you. I, I really hope that uh, got fans Game of Thrones for anybody who doesn't know. I really hope. Really hope they don't jump on the Marvel bandwagon just because there are some some GOT There's two Starks in here. Exactly, exactly. I want. Now, I'm not saying they can't like the movie. I'm just saying, don't jump on the bandwagon just because. Just because Kit Harrington's in it, and so is Rob Stark. Like it's that's that's not worth it. Don't just say they they're in this. This might not be half bad. Turn it on here. Exactly. Yeah, we we we're not fans of bandwagon, but what I what I will say I'm most excited for in this movie. There's two things I'm I'm really 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 excited for in this movie. Number Angelina one, Jolie. That's not my number one, oh. or my number two. I was I was just taking a guess. I'm excited for in this film. <laughs> uh, Kumail Nanjiani. I'm really excited to, to just learn more about his character in terms of how they're going to do it in the film. Um, I believe he's going to have like uh, and stuff like that. Um, so long story short, like very, very, for those of you who haven't read any of the comic books, um, the Eternals all kind of have the same powers. Like they all have the same repertoire of powers. It's It would be boring in a film. So basically they've kind of spread out these powers to each of the Eternals. Um, instead of everybody being able to do all of these things, it's like, okay, you can do these two things, you can do this one thing, you can do these two things, stuff like that. Um, but I'm very, very, very excited to see Kumail Nanjiani. He's earned this. Um, he's become a, a, a very close friend to Dave Batista, so I'm assuming that's how he got his in a little bit. But then again, so is Titus O'Neil, and he's been trying to get into the, the Marvel Universe for a while. That's another WWE superstar that is close to Dave Batista, so I don't think that I don't think that really had much to do with it, but Kumail did star in a couple movies, a movie with him. 
uh, Stuber. Stuber was great. Movie. I yeah, highly yeah. recommend it. If you haven't seen it. Hilarious. My wife and I, I laughed very him. hard. For, for, <laughs> for sure. And I'm very excited to see the Celestials. I'm assuming we're going to get a Celestial or two. Um, we've already seen three Celestials so far in the MCU. Which I, I do believe, we talked about that earlier at work as well. And, and so, so you are now informed and not ignorant of that. Uh, <laughs> Ego, the Living Planet, Kurt Russell from Guardians 2, Celestial. The head that they have, the big, big flight chase sequence in Guardians 1 in. It's a massive head that's basically the size of a planet that everybody lives in. That was a Celestial head. And then I believe in Guardians 1, when they go to the Collector, and the Collector's explaining where all the Infinity Stones came from, he shows a giant Celestial, which looks like a robot, slamming the staff down and kills a bunch of stuff. So we have seen three, two of which we know for sure are dead, that head, and Ego. So I'm just really excited to see some Celestials. I hope they go way over the top with it. It is going to be a little strange, because we haven't seen anything that big so far in a Marvel film. Like a full-bodied one. We haven't seen a full-bodied one up close. Or I guess the closest comp would be Dormammu, but not really. I just yeah. feel like that's that might be how they're going to do it. It's possible. It's possible. It will be. It will be interesting to see how they how they portray everything. I'm. Well, first of all, I I love I love all the Marvel films, and you know, very excited about the the fact that they brought all these people to life who we grew up really i i, I don't know how much you did but i kind of grew up watching them in the in the cartoons you know we, we had we had the x-men cartoons and then we had spider-man cartoons and uh you know you, you always wanted something something live action and there has been previous live action movies obviously the toby mcguire films are not part of the mcu Although they are films ever made, <laughs> although they are Marvel films, we're, we're we're gonna get to that, guys. Just so you know, Hayden's favorite movie of all time is Spider Man Two, In and case I you haven't heard it from me enough. <laughs> <laughs> I have to hear about it every day. Uh, he does. He really does <laughs> every day. It, it's all right. It's all right because I will say that while it's probably not my favorite movie of all time, and probably not my favorite Marvel movie. I do think it's the best Spider-Man movie, and that goes that goes for the Tom Holland versions. That's you know Andrew Garfield, all, all that. I am, um, I will say, Spider-Man Two, Tobey Maguire, is the best Spider-Man movie. The ups and downs, the the hills and valleys, which is just another way of saying the same thing. But just the emotional roller coaster that movie puts you on. I thought the villain was very well done. Anyway, Spider-Man 2 was not what we're talking about today, but I, I had let's to... Just, let's just stop everything and just talk about Spider-Man 2. <laughs> I, know, I know we could. You could. You would love that. <laughs> I'm going to dedicate a whole episode by myself to doing <laughs> Spider-Man 2. <laughs> it, hey, that's, that's, that's fine. But... We should do a live watch-along where we get together, we watch Spider-Man 2, and we stream ourselves on YouTube or Facebook watching it, and we have people watch along with us. Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea. I like that idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Hit, hit us up and let us know if you guys would would be interested in in doing that because I I think that that would be fun. 
that would be fun. And like, you, you, first of all, you can see us. For those of you who don't know us or haven't seen us before, you can see us <laughs> just watching Spider-Man Two and react. We're sorry. <laughs> if you have seen us, I'm sorry. I, I have a face for <laughs> a podcast. I have a face for radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the voice of an angel. Thank you. <laughs> so, do, so do you. I don't know about that. I, I, I just have a beard. Like that's the only thing I've got going for me. But yeah, you know, where, where was I going with with my original, my original point? Oh yeah, MCU. So, you know, the fact that we we had all these, and I I grew up at a time where, you know, in in the eighties, uh, we had we had a Captain America, and we had we had a a Flash. I think Flash was. Late eighties, early nineties. I I really can't remember. Uh, I'm not. I'm not I that. Early nineties. I I feel like it was early nineties. Early to mid, yeah. And but I, you know, I always enjoyed that. And growing up, you know, my my dad, I I wasn't as much a comic book fan in the sense of the you know the reading of the comics. Although I I have read the comics as much as I was just you know knowing knowing about them and maybe maybe I should have spent more time reading the comics but you know just just knowing about the 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 Marvel characters and knowing about superheroes in general uh you know growing up that would that was cool I always wanted to be anytime I would play a Marvel character like when I was playing outside or with my friends or whatever I was Cyclops I, I always love Cyclops because I wanted to shoot a laser out of my eye. That would be uh, very cool. It would be cool, right? So that's where, you know, that's where my background for, for Marvel uh, comes from. And I, I think I think as I've gotten older, I've appreciated more, you know, other characters. Um, I really, really appreciate Spider-Man for... Uh, I think Spider-Man is probably the most relatable character. And you and I have talked about that before just because he's, while he has superpowers, he's not, you know, billionaire Bruce Wayne or billionaire Tony Stark. He's just, he's a regular guy who happens to have superpowers and he still has to, you know, try to make ends meet in the, in the real world. Not just, uh, you know, not just, live in the lap of luxury so which which you know you and i do too until this podcast starts making us more money than joe rogan i would love that well the thing about spider-man as well is that he was obviously a lot of superheroes do it nowadays but he was probably the most grounded character and he was really the first character to have real world problems like oh i'm poor Oh, I right. have girl problems. Like I, I like this girl. Oh, I'm ugly because at first Spider-Man was he was supposed to be ugly. Yeah, he, that's that's how Stanley envisioned it. And and of course, like as Spider-Man became more popular and as the audience and the readers grew with him, he slowly went from being ugly to attractive. But he wasn't. He was never like, hey, look at me and Flash. Stop. Right. He muscles upon muscles upon muscles. And my thumbs even got muscles. And I can <laughs> with my fingernails, and I'm the most handsome man who ever lived at this Midtown High. Nothing like that, you know. He just right. Peter he, Parker he was, was the nerdy kid. 
right? Peter Parker. Exactly. He, was, he was kind of the nerdy kid. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, he 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 was the nerdy kid. Um, he's very very intelligent. I believe in some of the later issues, uh, by, by Nick Spencer, I believe that's who it is. He actually forms his own business, uh, and he has his own company. He hires a bunch of people. That's some of the later stuff that I've been uh, I've been reading. Actually, I'm on volume five right now. He lost all that stuff though because of plagiarism when Doctor Octopus was in his body from the Superior Spider-Man because Dr. Octopus was dying of cancer and they swapped their brains. But that's the comic books and we're talking about the MCU. So that's a, that's a complete divergence. I apologize. Let's no, just get right. right back to the Eternals. Let's do it. What are your hopes for this movie? Because I'm going to go on about what I think is going to happen and my hopes for this movie. And I'd like to hear yours first before I go on for 20,000 years. So, well, we, we've already talked about the fact that we don't, we don't necessarily want people bandwagoning it, which I, I think that, the the you know the MCU I think the the people who have jumped on the bandwagon I think are are pretty much there now you know just uh, just like you know whenever whenever Guardians came out everybody was like oh Guardians are my favorite uh, I, I I don't I don't think so I mean maybe they are you know maybe you grew up watching it and that's fine I'm not I'm not shaming anybody it's just uh, you know people fell in love with with Iron Man after the movie and i i have to be honest iron man was a was a pretty major character but not one that i knew the most about before the movies because i i was really more uh, x-men spider-man those those were kind of those were kind of my two go to uh, some because of the comics. I, I did read some of the comics when I was when I was younger, but but a lot of it because of the the cartoon. You know, I grew up watching the cartoons, which were were a lot of fun. Not not were a lot of fun. They are a lot of fun. For those of you who have Disney Plus, you can watch the X Men series. You can watch uh, several Spider Man series. They've they've done what twenty of them. I don't know <laughs> something like that. Uh, I've actually I've actually got my kids hooked on on watching Spider-Man. They, they know who uh, the other day I was driving with them. I think I, even, I, I either text you about this or told you about it the next day, but it's probably been, I don't know, a month, month, month and a half ago. And I was, I was driving along and I, I said something about Peter Parker. Don't even know how it came up, but it was just me and my kids in the car. And I said something about Peter Parker and, and my oldest was like, that's Spider-Man. And I was like, that's right, kid. I'm, I'm super proud of you. Like so, he he's catching on. He pays attention, and they they both love watching the Spider Man cartoons. So that's exciting for me because you know it was passed down from my dad, and I get I get to pass it on to my kids, which is which is pretty rewarding. It's a lot of fun. Um, I I think my my other big hope is that with with the Eternals and with the fact that there's going to be a uh, a rash of releases within the next year and a half. I hope that it doesn't become too much. If that makes sense. I, I don't want it to be. You don't want superhero fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be such an overload that we're just kind of like, okay, yay. Another superhero movie, another Marvel movie. Um, and, and, and some of it's because of the, you know, the pandemic that the things got pushed back, which is why, it's going to seem like things are coming out a lot faster than what they would have. 
you know, we, we talked about that the Black Widow was supposed to be out last year. Uh, Morbius was supposed to be out last year. They, I mean, I, we talked about it the other day that Morbius was actually the last movie trailer I seen in theaters when my wife and I went and seen uh, Bad Boys for Life. So that's how long ago that trailer was released, uh, January of, of 2020. And the movie was supposed to was supposed to be October, November. October of last, of last year. Yeah, yes. October yeah, of last year. Back to October this year. Maybe even so, further. So um, that's that's probably my two biggest hopes uh, for for this movie. And I, I guess I guess another one is I kind of hope Angelina Jolie doesn't ruin the MCU. She's kind of a, a different character to be uh, not necessarily character, but a, a different actress to be in this in this role. And I, I kind of hope, not that I'm hating on Angelina Jolie, she's a fine actress, whatever. It just it's a little weird to see her in the MCU because it's not her typical kind of movie. So I'm, um, although she did do Tomb Raider, she did do Tomb Raider. Wanted. Yeah. I was trying to think. I, I was thinking it was it was Charlize Theron that did that did Maleficent, wasn't it? No, which is, she did Maleficent. Yeah, yeah, it was. So, which is not not Marvel, but it's it's kind of a a different role for her. And she, I thought she did fine for that. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll see. I'm I'm a little little interested in in seeing how. She's gonna play out and how, and I, I don't want it to be just like an Angelina Jolie movie. You know what I mean? Well, they've already announced that she is not the main character, so that's that's good. You know, mm-hmm. we'll we'll see how that how that plays out and what they what they consider not a main character because sometimes she's they on the side, um, right? She's she's not going to be at the forefront. Right. Well, that's. That's fine then. That's fine. We'll 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 still see how it plays out. I'm I'm still interested to see to see that arc. So, what about you? So, honestly, this this movie, I think it's going to be. Uh, first of all, I think it's going to be amazing. And my hope for this movie is that they just go bonkers and wild with anything and everything that they can do. You know, and I'm really. Actually, you know, the um, the director of this movie, she is the only Oscar winner for Best Picture to ever direct a Marvel film. Hey, hey. That's something I actually didn't know. Yeah. Well, that's, so that's, that's, that's exciting. Yeah. That's going to be great. But uh, I'm just really excited this, because we've gotten... We're going to get to the Loki next. We've gotten so far into this universe where we're at the Eternals. And a lot of people didn't know who the Guardians of the Galaxy were before that movie. And those same people that adored that film that had no idea who they were are going to turn out to see this one because they're even farther out in the galaxy. Right, even even less known. And even less known. And now I know what some of you are thinking... But hey, they're on Earth, and they've been on Earth for 7,000 years. They fly around in a pyramid, first of all, and they deal with stuff like that. So 
let me let me educate you guys really quickly here. So the Eternals are one of three beings that were created by the Celestials. The Celestials created humans, Eternals, and the Deviants. And it's going to sound kind of lame until I polish this up a little bit. The Deviants are literally just the bad versions of the Eternals. That's that's going to sound really lame because it's like, let's let's take these Eternals and these heroes and uh, copy and paste them over here, but flip them upside down to where they're evil. Uh, I, I, get, I get how that sounds, but keep in mind, this is Marvel. You've got to have faith in them. They're going to do what they do best, and that's just blow any and all expectations you've have, you have for them out of the water. Now, a lot of people are bringing up, well, if these people are all so powerful and they're quite literally eternal and they've been alive and around for 7,000 years, where were they when Thanos existed and, and, and did his thing? Which I love talking about Thanos because we're going to get into Loki and I've got my own theory about how Loki's going to go. So, uh, just a little sneak peek there. <laughs> I know we don't have long because you've got to be at work crazy early tomorrow, so I'll try to be very quick with this. Hey, it's all right. But quick rundown. The Eternals, as they say in the trailer, they try as hard as they can not to interfere, which is ironic because in the trailer, one of the Eternals is handing a human like a sword of, of, of Eternal technology or whatever, and that kind of advances them. So a little bit hypocritical. <laughs> they, they kind of pick and choose. But the Eternals try not to get involved just as the deviants try not to get involved with like each other like the three of them try not to get involved with each other now i know what you're thinking but the eternals live on earth where do you want them to live on their pyramid spaceship uh they basically are around but if anything ever happens they can't necessarily get involved it's kind of like a three-way like agreement that not even that the humans don't even know about basically but i'm i'm trying to really oversimplify this as much as I can because I know we've got to just kind of, not rush, but you know, kind of hit these points and move. But basically Thanos was a deviant. And once he interfered with basically the entirety of the universe, but also the humans, as soon as they kind of saw like, okay, the humans have got this. They know what they're doing. They're, they're good, but they lost their best two leaders. They, they even mentioned the trailer, you know, with Captain Rogers and Iron Man gone, who do you think is going to lead the Avengers now? Basically, once he, the deviants, him, interfered with this life on Earth, the humans, it was game over in terms of, okay, listen, they, they dealt with him, who we view as kind of a lesser deviant, which, again, you have Thanos literally look at Thanos, look at all the work that he's done in the MCU, and they're thinking to themselves, he was a lesser deviant. So we've got some stuff coming, people. We have got some stuff com Galactus? Ring a bell to anybody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, but they, they basically said, okay, well, if he came and did his thing, more are coming. And we can't stand idly by now. So now they're going to get involved. So for those of you who already hate the Eternals, just based on the fact that they have not been involved for the past 13 years, uh, there you go. There's your very, very, very oversimplified answer. <laughs> yeah, and there's really, like, we think they haven't been involved, right? Like, there's mm -hmm. no, 
yeah, they stay out of things, but there's no evidence that maybe they didn't help at some point in some way, somewhere along, you know, the time that they've, they've been alive. And, you know, we don't know why they're handing the, the human, the weapon. So it, it's possible that, you know, something happens. That's why they have to get involved. I'm assuming that's, you know, that's going to be the case. It's not just going to be like, oh, hey, you know, Thanos is gone and so are two of the Avengers. Now we got to do something. I have a feeling there's going to be more to it. And like I said, the trailer doesn't really give it away, but I, th- I think there's going to be, there's going to be, like you said, some big stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. So let's really quickly, I know you have not seen the Falcon and Winter Soldier and you've only seen what one episode of WandaVision. I, I actually have not yet even watched a, an episode really just seen the previews for it, trying to make time to do okay. it, but you know, between work and trying to make time for for this show, not that I'm complaining. I love this show. You know, just, we, we do try to spend some time doing this. Plus, you know, plus I got a, I got a home life. So between all that, I, I'm I'm a little bit behind. Don't hate me. I'm I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. So without spoiling anything in those two shows for you, um, we can touch on Black Widow very quickly because I feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier is gonna lean heavily into the Black Widow film, which was actually supposed to be vice versa. Um, we were supposed to get our first look of Julia Louis Dreyfus in Black Widow. I believe, but that's been pushed back. And obviously Falcon Winter Soldier has just recently been released. Uh, you can watch all the episodes streaming now on Disney plus. We're not sponsored by Disney plus. So I don't know. Yeah, we didn't get paid to say that. We did. We did not. We did not get paid to say that, which we did, but we don't. Maybe someday. Uh, Marvel hire me to play Richard Wright or Nova. Please. I will send you an audition tape. Let's go. Anyhow. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm being serious. I'll do it. Uh, I, I've, I'm, I'm getting close to that build. I'm not six foot like he is. I'm five eight, but I can get pretty muscular. Anyhow, so I believe like I, we've seen pretty much anything and everything that we can from Black Widow. You know, we this movie was supposed to come out last year, pretty early on, and right. we've just been kind of sitting on it due to the pandemic. But uh, I think we're really gonna see. I think this movie is a massive, as much as it's going to be a very action-packed film, as much as it's going to be a very heavily lore-based film, I believe this movie is going to be a huge passing of the torch film. It takes place between Civil War and Infinity War, I believe. I I think that's correct, yeah. And I believe that this film is basically showing you, hey, listen, this is what she was up to between Civil War and Infinity War. This is why she hasn't been caught by the government or exiled or whatever. Like a certain character in Falcon and Winter Soldier, who I won't give away, because they become the power broker. And we also see U.S. agent in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I believe, let me give you what I think is going to happen for Black Widow. Uh, the torch is kind of, sort of, but not really, because at this point in the timeline, Black Widow is still alive. 
passed to the character of Florence Pugh. And also, I'm calling it now. Now, did you just drop something? Yeah, my my phone fell. I was I was looking up when when Black Widow takes place, and it, you, you're correct. In between Civil War and Infinity War. Okay, so um, I think there might be a bunch of leaks out about this movie. And I think there might be a bunch of leaks out about Shang Chi as well. Uh, even the Eternals, because the Eternals has been done forever. But anyhow, we're on Black Widow now. Um, this, I believe, I think what's going to happen is. Um, and simply because we did not see them in Endgame. Um, again, this movie's been done forever. It's kind of like they, they obviously want to tie it into Endgame somehow and Infinity War, obviously. I think the Red Guardian, who's played by David Harbour and Rachel Weiss, or Weiss, Rachel Weiss's character, I think those two are going to die. Uh, I think it's I think it's kind of a given. And Lego likes to spoil a lot of things. And there was a Lego set I saw, yada, yada, yada. Anyhow. And I think the, the torch is passed to Florence Pugh, who is going to become the Dark Avengers version of Black Widow. Once she finds out that Black Widow is dead. So there's that. That's what I think is going to happen. I think she's actually going to be like a double agent and turn on her family and be with the Taskmaster. So that's just, that's what I believe is going to happen. But this movie has, I mean, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not brushing this movie off. It comes out next month. I'm so, so unbelievably excited to see this movie. It's going to be out in theaters for about 70 days. And it's going to be on Disney Plus for about 30 bucks, I believe. Yeah, that's that's typically what the the premiere access is. like 28.99 or maybe, it may be 29.99. I don't remember. I could look no. at my I could look at my debit card statement from whenever we uh we did Raya. Raya, <laughs> Raya whatever. Worth it. So yes. my 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 thing is I don't want to brush past Black Widow. I don't want anybody to think I'm not giving it the attention it deserves. But this movie comes out next month. I've been ready for this movie forever. I'm sick of waiting. I just want it to come out now. The hype it's not that the hype is gone, but We've got Shang-Chi, which we're going to talk about after Loki and the Eternals to look forward to. And I'm so, so, so excited for Shang-Chi. You have no idea. But I guess I'll leave you with this for Black Widow. What do you think the after credit scenes are going to be? Ooh. It's... My guess would be it's going to either be something with the Eternals or... I don't know. It, it it won't it won't be anything with with Morbius or anything like that. That's kind of a that, that, yeah. That's a Sony verse type. That's the Sony version. So uh, even though they're they're kind of you know like with with Spider Man, you know they they Sony allowed it to be part of the MCU. Spider Man. But let's see. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Spider Man was Tobey Maguire. The Amazing Spider-Man. For for those of you who are going to be nitpicky about it, me Hayden, <laughs> I didn't I didn't mention any names. Anyway, <laughs> I, I I digress. But I, I think it'll probably be something with the Eternals. It it could be something with Shang Chi. I I don't know. 
I'm not really sure where that timeline's gonna gonna wind up. It could be it could be something with Doctor Strange. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. My two are kind of lame now. What were your what were your two? So I think there's gonna be two after credit scenes. They might pull a Guardians of the Galaxy and give us like what three or five? I can't remember how many Guardians two had. I think I had three. I think I had three. But I was going to say my two, I think the first one is going to be her, is going to be Florence Pugh's character being approached by Julia Louise Dreyfus to be, to become part of the dark Avengers. You know, that's just what I think the first one's going to be. And I think if Marvel really, 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 really wanted to make their fans happy. And I know that they do. uh, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How many funerals did we see in Avengers Endgame? One. And it was whose? Tony Stark's. Exactly. I th- I think we're going to see a funeral for Natasha in this film as the second after credit scene. I see that's not lame. That could be that could be something. <laughs> Yours is like they're going to do this and they're going to set up this explosions and high octane. And mine's like, um, they're going to have a funeral. Not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. Now, you know, none of the none of the after credit scenes really are anything like high octane. You know, did you see the after credit for Thor? Well, Ragnarok. Okay, that. The Ant Man and the Wasp. The exception proves the rule. But <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's as lame as what what you think it you think it was first of all on the count of three what's the best after credit scene we've gotten in an mcu film one two three captain america and homecoming (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah I'm, i'm trying to i'm trying to think now that because it it was it was pointless. He's like, sometimes you wonder why you waited for so little for waited so long for something so little. I think <laughs> like, I th- it was basically a giant finger to everybody because they, they did this film so quickly. <laughs> I think the after credit scene from Winter Soldier when Ooh. when Bucky went and was like learning about himself. Mm-hmm. Right? That that was after Winter Soldier, right? I be- yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So but Bucky went and learned learned about himself and that's cuz then you have you have Bucky uh you know he's a he's a good guy in the next film. Okay. So I'm going to spend a big chunk of time talking about Loki and my theory. And then we're going to talk about Shang-Chi cuz we can kind of get through that kind of quickly and then we'll talk about Spider-Man and then we'll we'll call it a day because I just want to say this really quickly before we get into the, the, to Loki. As far as Marvel TV shows go, I am super excited for Miss Marvel. I want to hit that because I know we've got just so much to talk about for MCU Mania. I just want to hit this really quickly. Kamala Khan is a great character. She takes up the mantle of Miss Marvel. I'm, I'm so, so, so... In the comics, she takes up the mantle of, of Miss Marvel after Marvel, Captain Mar- Marvel, dies. And so Carol Danvers, the original Miss Marvel, takes up the Captain Marvel mantle. A lot of Marvel's being thrown around here, but 
Kamala Khan is a great character. Iman Vellani, I believe that's how you pronounce her, her name, is a she's perfect casting. She's adorable. She looks just like Kamala. And I really do think that this series is going to be great and over the top. Her series uh, is, I feel like it's going to be a little more oriented towards kids, but that's what I love. Like, I want to feel like a child, you know? Like, yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. I wake up in the morning when I'm off work and I literally just flip on Cartoon Network just because. Like, I, I just love that feeling, you know? Well, you know, that's that's kind of why I was excited about Disney Plus whenever, mm-hmm. you know, I, I knew they were going to have all these old. I grew up, you know, really, I, I'm, I'm an 80s kid, I was born in 85, but I grew up kind of in the 90s with all these these Disney movies like uh, Man of the House and Jungle to Jungle. And like, I was super excited to 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 watch all these movies again. I think actually the first movie that my wife and I chose to watch on Disney Plus after we got it was Blank Check, which it's a great movie. I don't care. It's a great movie. But like that's, you know, so yeah, I get the whole, you know, one to be a kid. And I think it's more of a guy thing, maybe as far as, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, just never one to grow up. We, I joke all the time. The Ramones. (laughs) <laughs> I, I joke all the time that like you know I'm I just get older I, I haven't grown up and that's a great quote I, I cannot remember who it's by but it is a great quote I I'll tell you right now my wife would completely agree with that she I can tell whenever I'm being a little too childish because she just gives me a look like yeah I married a, I married a child like what are you doing but it gives you a look like come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and I just look at her and say, Excelsior. <laughs> Excelsior, true believer. And you run away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> With anyway. a cape on. <laughs> yes. Or you yes. start doing the flipping motions yeah. for spider all, all of a sudden, my underwear is on the outside of my pants. I think things get really weird. <laughs> 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 anyway. Anyway. So, oh. no, but uh, you can fact check this for me really quickly. I believe Miss Marvel is going to have more than one season. Like, I, I think it's going to be an ongoing show. She is going to be in Captain Marvel 2, which the name of that got changed to The Marvels because Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. But I do believe she's going to have more than one season. I say that because it would make sense for them to do one season that, think of it, the best, the best comp I can think of is The Clone Wars. So the Clone Wars season one, as much as I love it, it's very kiddish. It is very much for kids, right? And I feel this is how the, the Miss Marvel season one's gonna be. There's gonna be some adult like themes and like undertones to the show because it's Marvel. They're gonna have action, they're gonna have fighting, and she's definitely gonna have a struggle and she might need help. And I think that's probably when Captain Marvel's gonna show up. But I feel like the show is going to grow with its audience and get progressively more dark. Well, as dark as Marvel will go, obviously. Right. And progressively more adult-themed, just like the Clone Wars. Think, now, in case you're wondering why I keep bringing up the Clone Wars as the perfect comp, Clone Wars Season 1, like I said previously, is the first season's very much a kid's show. But Season 2, Episode 1 of the Clone Wars, to show you how much it has, it has grown with its audience, 
they were kind of Marcel Marceauing it a little bit. Season two, episode one, you see a Jedi master tortured to the literal death in front of your very eyes by a bounty hunter. The camera doesn't shy away. There's no cuts. You see him tortured until he dies. That's season two, episode one of the Clone Wars. And I feel like this show is going to grow with its audience. And that's good. Because you're keeping the audience you started with. If that makes any sense. Right. Yeah. No, I I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, Just so you know, I I looked it up. And as of right now, Miss Marvel is only scheduled for six seasons. But I, I agree with you. I think there'll be... I think there'll be more. I think there's probably plans for more. Six episodes? Six, did I say seasons? You did. Uh, yeah, I meant six episodes. I'm sorry. I I, I misspoke. That's okay. But but yeah, six episodes is is what we have 100% guaranteed right now. But I, I agree. I think there will probably, probably be more. So let's get into Loki. Loki. I want to bring up an interesting fact with the Loki television show. Number one, every trio that we've seen for Loki has been about 30 seconds. That's not a joke. That's not an over-exaggeration. Every trailer we've seen has been about 30 seconds with maybe like one little shot here or there swapped out with a new one. And I think all of this is going to be from about the first five to 15 minutes of the first episode because... I feel like they really have to hide a lot of stuff when it comes to Loki because I feel with Loki, the whole show is going to be just groundbreakingly like, hey, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going on. Here's the past. Here's the present. Here's the future because they can do anything they want with this show. So I feel like we're going to get into some real spoilerific stuff if Marvel releases anything that they've not shown so far. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And and you're right. It's it's been very and the uh the couple different previews that I seen were they were kind of choppy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if, if that if that makes sense, they were uh, And if you, you know. really look at them, they're all exactly the same. They have all the same shots just in different orders. Right. And these are all official things released by Disney on the official pages of YouTube and, 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 and in the Marvel page on Facebook, Twitter, and the Disney. Like, it's all official. All the trailers, like, they'll swap out, like, a scene here or there with a new one that we haven't seen just yet. But it's all the same shots, just in a different order. Yes. And yeah. I feel like this is because we're about to get into some real hardcore stuff with Loki. Now, I have a theory about the show. But I just want to know your thoughts on Loki and like kind of like what you're expecting from it, because this is probably the one show as much as I'm hyped for it, I'm least excited for because I feel like it's going to be the most bandwagon thing from Marvel since WandaVision. Well, I I think the the problem is that I, I don't know if it's going to be so much bandwagon because I think Loki has has already kind of kind of created a, a a fan base of of its own because he's been you know he was part of of all three Thor movies he was part of the uh 
you know, both both Infinity War movies. And I think I I don't know I don't really know what to expect because on one hand I feel like they kind of did everything they could with Loki. But on the other hand, I feel like there's there's something mysterious about you know what was going on between really between the dark world and uh, and and Ragnarok um i you know cuz loki ended up loki ended up in in the same prison if you will that uh the thor was there and kind of i don't know i think there there's some stuff that that happened in between and is is this this show is supposed to take place in between. Is it in between the dark world or is it after Ragnarok? No. So do you remember the scene in Avengers Endgame when they go back to 2012? To take oh, that's right. Track? It's supposed to, it's supposed to take place. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That version of Loki, when he blips away. Yeah. With the, 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 sorry, the space stone, the Tesseract. Yeah. yeah. That's where we pick up. Okay. This show starts as soon as he blips away. I I kind of I, I kind of couldn't remember exactly when the timeline. I knew it was, I knew it was like going back, uh, in in a, you know, a ways. Kind of like you know we're we're gonna go, we're we're jumping back eight years, approximately with with Black Widow. So I knew we were, we were jumping back a little bit with Loki as well. I That's just so couldn't funny. remember, couldn't remember exactly exactly where we were. Can I tell you what I think is going to happen? Yeah, go ahead. You guys, I don't think anybody, the audience better be ready for this, and you better buckle up, buckaroo. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm buckled up. I'm sitting down. I got All my right. shoes laced up. Here we go. This is a very quick synopsis of the show. Of the show. And then I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. Okay. You got to buckle up, dude. All right. Here we go. The quick synopsis of the show. Loki blips away in Avengers Endgame in 2012 with the Tesseract. He gets stopped by the time police uh, because he's obviously doing things that he's not supposed to be doing, and he's messing up the timeline. So he gets stopped by the time police. Uh, Morbius, I believe, is, is Owen Wilson's name in the show. Not Morbius, Morbius. You can fact check that if you'd like. And he's like, listen, we've got a record of everything you've ever said and done. You have to sign these documents, and you are going to help us fix your mistakes and your screw-ups in this timeline. All right, my first prediction Season one ends with him tricking the time police. They're like, all right, well, now you got to go back to where you were. And it is one of his little duplicates. And he's not there because he's gone off like, all right, I put everything back where I was supposed to do. Bada bing, bada boom, we're good to go. (laughs) That's that's how I think it's going to end. But you ready for this? This is going to blow you away. Okay. Remember how Thanos died because Thor cut his head off? But then younger Thanos in 2014 found out and then sent himself to the future to be in the future where if he didn't mess with the Avengers, he could have just kept living, even though his, quote, future self was dead, because that's how this time works. Right. In the cinematic universe. Guess what, guys? I think Loki's going to see himself dying at the hands of Thanos and be like, well, I really don't want to die. So if I'm to live this me. The younger me from 2012, I've got to die. So I think the Loki that we see dying 
in Avengers Infinity War is this young Loki, you know, the vote for Loki in this TV show from 2012 that blipped away with the Tesseract and got captured by the time police. I think he's thinking, well, I don't want to die. So guess what? I'm going to keep on living. I'm not going to remember this. Essentially creating a time remnant of, of uh, essentially creating a time remnant of himself saying, all right, Hey me, you're about to die. I'll take the blow for you. You keep on living because I got to keep being Loki. So right. the him that that we thought died are Loki Prime. I'm going to call him Loki Prime. The Loki that we saw in Thor 1, 2, the Avengers, all the way up until this point, he's still alive. He's like, all right, I'm going to skedaddle. Because remember, Thor thought Loki was gone. Right. At the end of Ragnarok, remember, he throws a little bobble at him and he catches it. And he's like, I'm still here, brother. I think this out-of-place Loki, we'll call him the man out of time. I think the man out of time goes to Loki Prime and says, listen, this is what's going to happen. I know the future because some time police let it slip because I'm from the past. I got a hold of the Tesseract. I mess up the timelines. You know what? I fixed everything. You're dealing with the duplicate. You and I, you're going to go keep on living, all right? Go here, go away. I've got this. And he's the one that waltzes right up when Thor is like, it'd be better if you were here. And he throws the bobble and he catches it. And he's like, I'm here, brother. He's the one that dies. Because if you notice, he very candidly, almost nonchalantly, is like, yep, let's let's try to kill Thanos. <laughs> I got a blade. What's a blade going to do? Because he knows he's going to live. Huh. So, with bada that being bing, bada boom. With that being said, will we see Loki in Thor: Love and Thunder? Yep, I believe we will. And if we don't see him in the entirety of that movie, he's going to be an after credit scene. I guarantee you. Yeah, that that. Uh... You heard it here first, folks. I like. I like that take. That's that's a that's a good take on it. And you know what? If this does not happen, I'll eat my own words. But Marvel, hire me as a writer, or hire me to play Nova. <laughs> I, I'm down. I got this. I'll do this for you. I will do it for free. You know, you've you you've succumbed to begging now. I it, have. It doesn't it doesn't suit you. I am going to record an audition for Nova sometime within the next year and just send it to them if they don't have any plans to do anything for Richard Ryder. Do it. Do it. Hey, you know, I mean, what's the worst to happen? Somebody says no, you're, then you're you're still in the same spot. So, literally, what's what's the worst that's going to happen? They look at the audition, they see it, and they're like, "Listen, man, like, cool, we like your voice. Um, you got a nice voice that you don't really have the look that we're looking for." Or they just don't reply to me at all. And like you said, I'm literally in the exact same place that I'm in right now. Like, <laughs> who cares? You that's know, right. it's just fun. Right. I'll send yep. it in. And what I've heard is that if you ever audition for Marvel, they love when you just be yourself. Don't try too hard. Just be yourself. Iman Vellani, the girl that they've got playing Miss Marvel, she has never done acting in her life. Hey, that's... She did, a, she did a live, I think, Zoom call to audition for the role. And they said that when they were just asking her about herself, like, you can find this on their Investor's Day. They said that when they were just talking to her about herself and, like, who she is and whatnot... She was just talking about herself and just being herself and, you know, being quirky. And they were like, you're our girl. Like, you're hired. 
before she even got to actually audition. That's that's pretty awesome. That's pretty they, awesome. They love that stuff. So that you know that leaves you that leaves you with pretty good chances. I think it doing, does because the girl that something? got playing Riri Williams for Ironheart, which those of you out there who are pissed off, I, I hate to use that language, but they were pissed off that Riri Williams is Ironheart and not Tony Stark's daughter, which I believe uh, Catherine Langford is her name. Listen, Riri Williams has been the only one and only Ironheart in the comics. There's never been another Ironheart, just Riri Williams. She literally stole Tony Stark's suit, and that's when she became Ironheart. He wasn't even mad. He's like, quite frankly, I'm impressed because you stole from me. Yeah. How they're going to do it with this, I don't know. I'm assuming she steals it when... <gasps> this is how we're connecting things. Oh my! In Spider-Man Homecoming, when the Vulture's stealing his stuff on moving day, I bet you, before the cops come and get him, she steals some of it. She's Ooh. from Jersey. She's basically his Spider-Man's neighbor. She can go there and steal some of that stuff on moving day. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. and that, that 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 gives you the opportunity to bring RDJ back as Tony Stark. Because at this point in the timeline, he'd still be alive. Now, now there is talk, at least I, I had heard, and I, I don't know. There was talk well, like when the when the hype of Black Widow first first came about that that it was possible that that uh, RDJ was making an appearance, but I I don't know if that's true. That's that was just speculation. It was something I heard or read. I, I don't know. I, I I hope that somehow, some way, we get to see CRDJ as as Iron Man. Hey, even if it's one more time, you know, even if it's something little, something something special, some some little tribute or nod to to uh, not only you know I, I guess really just the the character of of Iron Man some some kind of some kind of nod I think that'd be that'd be cool I'd be I'd be game for that and if not then they left it you know he he still got an ending that he deserved yeah you know what I think is gonna happen what do you think is going to happen? Well, they're releasing Secret Invasion, which has to deal with the scrolls taking over people or posing as people. I think. What if a crawl was the man that made the sacrifice? Was, was a crawl? Scroll, and we get the real Tony Stark back. And Tony Stark was was up in space with Nick Fury the whole time. Yep. Whoa. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it's gonna happen. I think we'll just see a scroll pose as Tony Stark to get access to something like here or there. Robert Downey Jr. will get paid like fifty million for it and for like ten seconds of screen time. Yeah. So Shang Chi. Oh Nathan, let me ask what? you, what do you know about Shang Chi? And are you excited for this movie? I'm excited for the movie in the sense that I get excited for for all Marvel movies. But I have to be honest, I don't know a lot about Shang-Chi. Really, and by by a lot, I mean it's not a character that I know at all. <laughs> I I I want to be I want to be honest, I want to be real. 
uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be lying if I said that, that I know what's going on. I don't. So Shang-Chi is the master of Kung Fu. He's been around for quite some time and he has had big, big, big stuff. He wasn't really, com- I mean, it's, it's very unfair to say. Um, actually, he's got, first of all, let me just say this. He's got a Shang-Chi beats at the Marvel Universe storyline going on right now. They just released uh, issue number one. Um, anyhow, he is part of the Avengers in the comic books. He was, has, has he has really, really been uh, pushed to the front before they even like announced that they were doing a Shang-Chi movie, which we've mentioned this in a prior episode, but they get the, the, they get all the planning done years, years in advance and they get all the CG done like three years in advance. So this movie has been done for quite some time, but with the infinity event in Marvel comics, he was really kind of pushed more towards the front of the Avengers, if that makes any sense. Right. But yeah, I'm really excited time. for this movie because I, I've i read a few Shang-Chi comics here and there. I do own all of the originals uh, digitally. I, I'm, not, I'm not rich. I can't afford that. I do own all the originals digitally. It's giant compendium, omnibus, excuse me, whichever you prefer to call it. I do own the most recent run that they did, and I do own the Shang-Chi Beats Up the Marvel Universe. I have read that. It's been It's been great so far. So that's been fun. I, I, I'm not going to be one of those people that says, like, I know everything about him. I, I don't. I've owned these digital ones for a while. I've been trying to get around to reading them. So I'm very excited for this. I, 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 I read the Infinity event, the whole thing, all 800 pages of it. It's freaking awesome. I love it. And he's, he's, he's a great character that I'm, I'm excited to see. I, I really am. This movie cannot come faster. It comes out in September. So, what is it, like September 3rd, I believe, is when Shang-Chi releases. And I'm very, very, very excited for that because... You are correct. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually looking at it right now, and there's actually a trailer for it. Have you not seen the trailer yet? I, I, I haven't. I, I, I wasn't aware that the trailer had already been released. And oh, my God. You watched the trailer? Yeah, I watched yeah, the trailer, I, man. It looks I know, great. I know. Um, I've seen all the other trailers. You know, I'm... I got, like I said before, I got, I got, I got, I got a life. I can't just be watching movie trailers all day. But yeah, Shang Chi looks phenomenal. It, it, it's actually so. Do you know how Marvel does this thing where it's like, listen, we're doing our first this movie, we're doing our first that that movie. So I think this hands down the greatest Marvel, the MCU film ever, was their first espionage film. Then Ant Man was their first heist film. You know, we're getting Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It's Marvel's, the MCU's first horror film. This is their first Kung Fu movie. It's That's Bruce. Freaking it's, awesome. It's Bruce Campbell's first MCU film. Not Shang-Chi. Doctor oh, Strange. Okay. I was, I was like, he's, he's going to be in this? <laughs> I mean, who knows? Bruce Campbell might be in Shang-Chi somehow. I don't know. But no, I was referring to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, that's yes. Gonna be, I, yes. I'm so excited for that film. Because because it's directed by who? Your boy Sam Raimi, who directed that's the right. Spider-Man that's trilogy right. with Tobey Maguire. So 
So Bruce Campbell has to be in the movie because, well, it wouldn't be a it's Sam exactly. Raimi movie. It wouldn't be a Sam Raimi movie without without Bruce Campbell. Exactly. You just, it's not possible. And it wouldn't be a Bruce Campbell movie without Sam Raimi. Boom. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know if that's true, but. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that, what is it? Trolls 2. Yes. yes. Oh, oh my! They're eating her, and then they're gonna eat me. <laughs> Such a bad, bad. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. But a fun bad. The, I thought the first Trolls was better. You know, obviously it's a kids movie. I've seen every kids movie that's come out in the last four years. Some that haven't even come out. Like, there's just kids movies galore. Kids TV shows. By the way. Not that this is our our topic, but you know this today we're just talking we're talking freely. This kids shows, kids movies nowadays are nothing like they were when when I was a kid. Like they are horrible, and I'm sure that maybe my parents thought that you know the kids movies that were around when I was a kid were were horrible. But it's just it. If that's what I put my parents through by, you know, requesting to watch a movie over and over again, I'm sorry because there's certain things that my kids I just request to watch over and over and over again. Right now on Prime, we're watching Bubble Guppies. Like you talk about, just bad, and it's just like over and over and over. That's what they want to watch. So you should you should have called this Nathan's hot takes. <laughs> yes. <game>. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That's a, I, I don't want to. I don't want to go thing. down. I don't want to go go too far down that that trail, but I'm just I'm just saying. Hey, by the way, while I'm talking freely, I I looked up while we were while we were talking earlier, um, and to answer the question I had, David Arquette is not in the WWE Hall of Fame. However, apparently he released or is releasing a movie called "You Can't Kill David Arquette." Yep, it's it's out. It's fantastic. Yeah. So a- he. Not the side change. He literally almost died. He got his throat cut open. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was very recent too. Yeah, it's a great documentary. You've got to watch it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, apparently, like the the article I I looked at whenever I was I was looking at, said that it it's probably going to guarantee him a spot in in the WWE Hall of Fame, which I hope it does. I hope it does. Um, but but the other part is uh, Donald Trump became part of the WWE Hall of Fame in 2013. So I, I was thinking that he was there, um, and he and he is. So for eight years he has been. Anyway, that's that's really nothing to do with Marvel. It was just that you know we got on that that subject earlier, and I I wanted my questions answered, and they are. So for those of you who didn't know, now you do. The more I you know, dun, dun, dun. Let him in and not Crispin Wall. Well, well, you know, let's. Well, I'm talking Crispin Wall, the wrestler. I I know what you're talking, but I also understand why. Anyway, well, that's we we could do an episode about that if if, if you if you want to. It'd be great. But it's not really anything about movies, anyway. So back to Shang Chi. I'm excited for this film. It comes out September 3rd. I'm definitely taking my girlfriend to see this for her birthday for my enjoyment. Um, No, I'm kidding. She she's excited for this film as well. She's 
a huge Marvel fan. I believe her two favorite characters are, well, her favorite MCU characters are Ant-Man and Thor. Uh, and she actually prefers the first two Thor movies to Ragnarok, which is quite the opposite of everybody else. Everybody else prefers Ragnarok to the first two. Uh, I, I'm I'm one of those people. I'm 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 a Ragnarok guy. I thought the movie was actually, as far as MCU films go, I think Ragnarok. Ragnarok may actually beat out Endgame for being the best, and it, and it's second to, um, I I should say I, it beats out second place, um, because I I think the best MCU film is Winter Soldier. But I, I think that Ragnar- Ragnarok possibly beats out Endgame for for number two. It's just a fun movie. It's so maybe remarkable. it may be number three behind Endgame. Uh, I don't know. I maybe it's a tie for number two. I I don't know. I can't decide. I love them all. all Iron Man two, greatest Marvel movie ever. Did you say Iron Man two? <laughs> Listen, Marvel has never steered us wrong except for two things. Fake Mandarin and Iron Man Two. Yes, Iron Man Two is so bad. I like the Incredible Hulk more than the Iron Man more than Iron Man Two. Hot oh. take. Ooh. Hot takes. Permission to speak freely. <laughs> I like that's a that's a new segment we should do every episode. Hot takes. Permission to speak freely. All right. I'll have All to right. do a little. Hot takes. Permission to speak freely, sir. That's our. That's our side, our segment. That's our little intro. I like it. I like it. Or we 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 could maybe we'll we'll start out each episode with with a hot take about the topic that we're we're going to be talking about. Ooh, okay. Then hot take: Tobey Maguire is the greatest Spider-Man that there ever has been and ever will be. No one will ever compare to Tobey Maguire. Also, another hot take: Drake Bell is the best animated Spider-Man for a TV show ever. All right. All right. Hot take. Yeah, Iron Man 2 is still better than the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> do you do you actually think that? I, I do actually think that. I Okay. I I was It's a hot the, take. I can't, it's a hot take. I can't be mad. You cannot Mark, be mad about it is it is not allowed to be mad at a hot right. take. But it's not allowed. But but Mark Ruffalo is Bruce Banner. Yeah, oh god, yeah, and he's the Hulk. He is the Hulk. Mark Ruffalo is is the Hulk. Like he just huh. is. They did a great job of making the Hulk look like a giant green version right. of Mark Ruffalo. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. And you know, shout out to Mark Ruffalo. You know, hey, come be on our podcast. We'll Ooh, talk about movie this. snacks. Wait a minute, hold on. Oh, <laughs> movie snacks. Red vines, hot take are better than Twizzlers. I'm done. Uh, you said you said we can't be mad. You said we can't be mad. You said we can't be mad. Um. Anyway, I'll just keep telling I myself. Mad. <laughs> anyway, that's 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 all right. That's all right. That that's your that's your opinion. We're we're all allowed our own opinions. My wife thinks that the the cherry you know pull apart Twizzlers are better than strawberry. I disagree. It's one of the few things that, that we don't agree on when it comes to food. Now, I don't know if Twizzlers are food, but it's certainly one of the things we disagree on when it comes to movie snacks. We'll call it a movie snack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are, are movie snacks food? I don't know. 
Those are categories. Livable food, but they're food. I don't know. You could probably live on popcorn. I don't know. I could live on popcorn. Anyway, you would get diverticulized so fast (laughs) within the first like at least twenty days. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know, except for the excruciating pain in my stomach, I could maybe die happy. Just living on popcorn. Popcorn Twizzlers. Milk Duds. You like Milk Duds? I love Milk Duds. Ah, yeah. Gotta have Milk Duds. Gotta have Milk Duds. They're great. Listen, listen. what I've noticed by going to the movies quite frequently, and I mean very frequently, ever since I got a job back in 2015, you cannot have a movie. It's not, it's not a movie without popcorn. Red Vines or Twizzlers, the Cookie Dough Bites. You ready? Yeah, I don't think you're ready for this. One. Nerds Ropes and Milk Duds. It's not a movie. All right. Those snacks. And now at AMC Beer. It's not a movie without beer. Just not. Now see, I I like, I like popcorn. I like Milk Duds. You know what else I like is hot tamales. I like to have hot tamales with okay, okay, with with uh, which are basically a cinnamon version of a milk dud. Like it still gets stuck in your teeth. Who cares? They're great. Anyway, so before before we make everybody hungry for milk duds, should we uh, should we just go and wrap things up, or was there anything else you want to talk about? Spider Man. You want to talk about? We don't have time to talk about Spider Man. Are you talking about like Spider Man, like the the new one? The yeah, No Way Home. No Way Home. I forgot about it. We got so busy talking about milk duds. I forgot about forgot about Spider Man. We'll, we'll do this very quickly though, <laughs> and then we'll do this very quickly. And next week, before we get back to our horror movie programming of counting down the best movies of all time <laughs> in the horror. In the horror genre, <laughs> which we've just strayed so far from. Next week, we'll dedicate an entire episode of Spider Man going through the Tobey Maguire films, the Andrew Garfield films, and the upcoming new one. Basically, Spider Man No Way Home is going to be the first live action multiverse. It's been leaked that Peter tries to get people to forget that his identity was revealed to everybody by stealing a book from Doctor Strange and trying to use magic. That's why Doctor Strange is in this film. And I believe Wanda's going to be in it, but she's also going to be in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. That's just a rumor right now that Wanda's going to be in it. But we're getting Alfred Molina back as Doctor Octopus from the greatest Spider-Man film of all time. We're also getting Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin back. Unfortunately, we're getting Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, but we're also getting Tobey Maguire back as Spider-Man. How hyped are you for this movie? I'm I'm very hyped for this movie. That's probably the one that I'm looking forward to the most because uh, in in the MCU... Spider-Man is probably my favorite character. Mm-hmm. So now that's that's in the MCU. Obviously, you know I, I'm a I said I was a huge X-Men nerd. Uh, love Cyclops, love Wolverine, but but in the MCU, which hopefully maybe someday they'll bring they'll bring X-Men in. Let's let's keep hoping, right? Yeah. So anyway, um, but this is probably the one I'm looking forward to the most for the simple fact that. You know, it's gonna have all the Spider Men, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, uh, and some some original characters, uh, you know, from from Spider Man movies. 
mm-hmm. and uh, you know your your typical your typical bad guys, you know Doc Ock, Green Goblin, uh, which I love, I love, yeah. and that that's why I think the Tobey Maguire movies were fun because such because memorable villains, memorable villains, ones that everybody knows, you know, yeah. not. Uh, if you watch, I'm, I'm very excited for this film. I'm most excited for the Miss Marvel TV series. And again, we'll talk more about Spider-Man next week. Let's leave us off with this one character that we have not seen yet that deserves their own Mar- MCU TV show or MCU movie. Mine, Squirrel Girl. Who's yours? Gambit. There we go. Thank Hot you take. so much, everybody, for listening <laughs> to this episode. We appreciate it. Nathan's got to go deal with his with his children. And he's also got to go to bed because he's got to get up very, very, very early. I do. We appreciate I do. you listening. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your grandmother, tell your grandpa, tell your aunt, tell your uncle, tell your friends, tell your dog, tell your cat, tell everybody. Thank you all so much for listening. This has been Mainlining Movies. You've been awesome. Until next time, Excelsior, true believers. Goodbye, everybody. Mm-hmm.